you're listening to Cobb Conversations on the Business of Brands with Sudeep Chawla and Sharavana Raghavan. So, you are considered the nice guy, at least between the two of us. And you did an entire episode about how there are no bad agencies or bad execution, but only bad briefs. But I'm glad you've chosen the topic you've chosen today so that people get to know the real you. The topic we've chosen today, or rather you've chosen today, is how to fire an agency. What happened to you? <laughs> like they say, there are always two sides to a coin. But more importantly, I just wanted to make sure that we are looking at uh, both sides of a client-agency relationship. Uh, there is, of course, significant number of reasons to invest into that relationship and uh, nurture it over a period of time, uh, giving give value-added feedback, as we spoke about in the last uh, one of the previous episodes, and therefore, you know, create a great marketing ecosystem. People in agency who own the brand probably as much or maybe more than you, and hence you know, that is the the flywheel that the client is able to unlock to trigger, uh, you know, great growths. Now, on the other side, however, uh, life is not a fairy tale. You will come across circumstances and partners who will need to be, you know, either educated or who will need to be uh, separated from so that you are able to keep going in the same momentum or velocity that you had planned for your brand. And hence, I thought it'll be a good idea to possibly talk about the other side as well. Okay. Let's start with the confession. Have you fired an agency? Yes, of course. A couple of them. How easy or difficult was it for you? I think one, every change is difficult. Yeah. So therefore, uh, it wasn't easy for sure. Number two, since you've been working on on an agency and even if you weren't, your predecessors were or your company has been and hence there is uh, some amount of relationship equity etc that everybody has invested and hence when you are upsetting all of that it is not going to be easy there are egos that get involved Uh, people start taking it on themselves etc etc and hence that makes it tricky more than easy or difficult i would possibly say that all the transitions therefore are tricky and hence needs to be approached with a very, very objective uh, set of mind. And hence, you know, my advice to everybody and my experience from these couple of changeovers, etc. has been that this whole process needs to be critical and objective. Wow. As in, I see that you made your thinking very clear even in firing the agency and you have mm-hmm. two different segments to it, critical and objective. Now, you know the obvious question. Tell me what's the critical aspect of this. Yeah. Okay. First part is critical and, you know, this requires you or the brand owner to have an honest conversation amongst themselves or or with himself or herself. Within the team. Within the team. team. Yeah. And if you're the CMO, for example, with yourself then. Right. And you have to ascertain what is the criticality of this changeover. And you should be very clear that Without making this changeover, 
your brand will not be able to reach the intended destination which means that you will not be able to you know do the tasks that you wanted to you will not be able to trigger the growth that you wanted to and hence it is fairly clear that the current partnership is coming in the way of the brand if that's there then you know that this changeover is critical and hence you know you need to therefore treat it with urgency treat it with care and you owe it almost owe it to your company and your brand to make this change yeah so therefore essentiality or criticality of the changeover hence has to be established so that you are you know then investing your time effort uh, into this changeover and this criticality would be the the first trigger in the thought process itself actually trigger could be from anywhere uh, could be anything and which is something that we will discuss as part of uh, uh, objectivity okay but you know trigger could come from anywhere but the fact is that some thought comes into your head and it kind of builds over a little bit of a period of time and then when you start reaching a conclusion that okay now i need to possibly make a change in the agency that is where you before you you know uh, start talking to the agency or you start thinking in those terms that it has reached the juncture where i need the changeover that is where you have to have this conversation that whatever see no relationships are perfect you will always find that your relation your agency is great at something and not so great at something else right yeah so therefore whatever they are not so great at it doesn't irk you as much it hasn't irked you as much in the past years there has to be a reason where you either discover something else or it starts irking you and hence you need to have a conversation amongst yourselves to say whether this is critical or not got it and if it is critical then as i said you owe it to the company and the brand to execute this changeover okay got it so let's get into the objective part what yeah. is objective so now you know again keeping into mind uh, and we are only talking about agencies with whom you've had a longish relationship mm-hmm. so therefore bearing into mind the time that they've spent you owe it to them as well as to the company to make the process very objective and the objectivity in the process comes from first establishing the cause so therefore you need to be sure that something has changed which has led to this whole consideration now this something could be at the you know at the client's end or your end or this something could be at the agency's end either ways the fact is that that change should be clear to you which will tell you that this is why your view of that agency has changed from how it has been in the past we will delve a bit more into what this something could be okay yeah a little while later so first part is establishing the cause okay and there has to be a clear cause if you are reaching this conclusion if you are reaching this consideration without a clear cause then it possibly might be prejudice yeah we need to be careful of that right yes okay number 2 now that you are sure that there is a cause what you need to ascertain is the capability of the agency to address that cause okay yeah since the fact that you've been working with the agency means that it's a capable and a good agency so they should also be able to deal with any changes either at your end or their end with their capability and hence that is something that you need to establish that the current agency will not be able to cope 
or counter whatever has changed hmm. and hence they will not be able to deliver on the brand mandate so they must be given a chance first is what he said yes yes and before the chance as in uh, you know you owe them a discussion and then give a chance etc etc so this whole definitely not part is also something that we will discuss afterwards hmm. yeah so we'll discuss both something has changed and definitely not cope up both things we will discuss okay the third piece of objectivity sharan is about the fact that uh, you will it it is uh, you know fairly obvious that once you part ways with an agency you will join hands with another agency Obviously, who is going yeah. to hopefully help you deliver the same objectives mm-hmm. now you need to be clear that the incoming partner is able to deliver on the exact criterias that you were unhappy with hmm. when you were evaluating your relationship with the current agency hmm. they should be able to have have the capability to fill in where the agency was lacking in the first place yeah uh, let me give you an example suppose your agency got acquired by a bigger one hmm. yeah a global giant or something now obviously the capability gets augmented very good yeah they possibly get access to little more resources they get better funded etc etc so all of that is great hmm. uh, but presumably 6 months later you find that the decision making at the agency has considerably slowed down hmm. yeah you are not able to get responses as fast etc etc and this is a hypothetical scenario and now you know that this has changed and if they keep taking that much amount of time it is going to hamper your brand uh, plans or activations or executions that you were looking at right yeah so that is the something part but most importantly when you are evaluating an alternative agency that alternative agency should be able to demonstrate that they have excellent turnaround time mm-hmm. yeah apart from obviously you know delivering on the brand uh, on all the you know uh, on all the brand asks that are put in front of them they should have a good turnaround time hmm. otherwise if they are finally you change relationship and you find that the new agency also has the same turnaround time then you would have done this exercise for not yeah yeah so therefore that is the third part of ob- objectivity the first part is you have to establish that something has changed the second part is that the incumbent agency can definitely not cope with this change and number third is that whoever you are going to hire as a replacement they should be able to deliver on the deficiencies which were identified in your current relationship awesome i like how you are giving us a trailer to what these each of the three points are and objective <laughs> so i'm i'm curious because for the record i want all the listeners to note I have never fired an agency or rather I've never been allowed to fire an agency I've had my fights I've had my arguments but I never fired an agency so I don't know what you're talking about I am the innocent good guy on the on the show today Okay so, as if as if the listeners would believe that <laughs> But let's go on to each of these points What is something has changed what changes Okay So now you know the changes could be at client end or at agency's end at client end uh, your expectations from the agency suppose the relationship is consistent 
agency is delivering etc etc your expectations could undergo a change right now these expectations could undergo a change because of your exposure to something else uh, you were possibly the cmo or any senior marketing leaders were part of some other forum where they saw something and they said that okay this is something that we want to adopt and hence your expectation has changed yeah or you want to now you identified that your brand has to now move into the next orbit and to move into that next orbit this is something that you need now again that will lead to change in expectations yeah so any of these would lead you to put a definitely a different ask on your agency and hence the agency would also be you know uh, should be capable enough to respond to it right so on the client end the expectation or the standard of expectation possibly might change significantly and hence that could lead to this kind of a scenario at an agency's end there could be multiple things one is that a lot of the agencies i have seen uh, become comfortable with their own way of working they invest a lot of time into perfecting that ways of working etc etc which is great because it starts delivering better effectiveness better efficiency to the clients but all of them will also need to keep looking out to see what is happening in the industry and what are the key things that we possibly are not doing today yeah and hence do we need to build more capabilities etc etc and you will find therefore a lot of the agencies start having these small uh, capability teams within so they will have a for example on ground execution capability a rural capability a shopper marketing capability uh, an ai capability possibly these days analytics capability etc etc so that if a client somewhere has a need they could tap into these specialized capabilities and service the client so that possibly could be one as i said earlier you know change in leadership either because of acquisition or anything else could lead to a different style of working could lead to sometimes different focus you're listening to cob conversations on the business of brands your hosts are sudeep chawla marketing practitioner business leader and educator to advertising and marketing professionals and sharavana raghavan of vitral brand expertise growth consultants to consumer facing brands and businesses for more information go to cobcast.net if you find this podcast helpful please help us by telling your friends and rating us agencies are like companies they also go through cycles i have seen agencies go through cycles where there is significant pressure on receivables so you know a lot of the time you will see the agencies work in a certain manner where they say okay receivables will keep coming but i need to do great work but then there are phases where the cfo takes control and say nothing doing you first get me my money and all clients have to pay back uh, within the agreed tat and then the work will go out if that stops work let it stop work yeah then in agencies one of their key struggles is to retain talent uh, especially at uh, junior and middle levels now right. retention or attrition at a significant level could also change things right yeah you will find that certain agencies will take time to recover or one or two attritions at a very key level 
you will find that most of them uh, most agencies pay very well and they try to retain their top management mm-hmm. yeah these are the guys who essentially are the uh, you know client facing people who will make sure that the all the residual knowledge lies with them right but just a couple of points in what you said yeah this cfo insisting on the payments being done looking at it from the agency perspective it's a fair ask right oh yes it is there's and, no harm to it and people the churn in the advertising industry is is normally on the higher side hmm. but from what you've said from even from what i've said is that firing an agency is, is a big deal yeah and why are these such frequent factors like churn important in uh, in an agency's something has changed it becomes so important so critical so think of it as higher than usual mm, yeah okay. of course higher is par for the course but higher might mean for example 40% churn in a year if an agency starts facing 70% churn they are going to struggle right yeah so that that will lead to an issue similarly uh, if an agency starts struggling financially you will find that they will not be able to work as freely as they were earlier it's a With sign of greater things to come to come yeah so when you see that struggle pertaining persisting for some time you know that there is a problem got yeah? it so then it starts giving you discomfort and it starts coming in the way of your brand the leadership changes again the the style of working etc etc now it it will come with its own pro, pros and cons sometimes for some clients it has more con, cons than pros right and hence you know they are forced to relook you know the core point here is the mismatch between the expectation and delivery expectation of the client and delivery of the agency for a sustained period of time is a problem right a disturbance in the chemistry which was working initially yeah yeah now the fact is that what can an agency or a client learn from this mm-hmm. yeah and i'll keep talking about it because i've been through this phase mm-hmm. the learning is always be open for continuous improvement or have what we call as positive dissatisfaction right both client and agency need to keep pushing the envelope so that mutually their you know expectation and delivery keep going to the higher levels the more you get comfortable with status quo it is fairly obvious that it is going to get disrupted sooner than later mm. yeah and so therefore you will find that a lot of the time top management of an agency will sit with the client from time to time to try and understand what's happening what do you want us to do going ahead so all great agencies do that mm. yeah all good clients also do that they engage in a top to tap top conversation and keep sharing their point of views etc etc right so right. there because it's a two way street Uh, you just don't want you, you you don't want to be an, a whimsical client where the agency is only trying to second guess what do you want and hence you know build capabilities in advance you want to give inputs you want to see agency respond and you know and vice versa right yeah so that is something that i think all agency leadership teams uh, would be well served if they are able to focus on this got yeah. it so this is the long but possibly explanation for your what <laughs> is this has something changed. has changed yes okay then let me take you to the next part how do you become sure that the agency can definitely not cope with this change that's happening so again this definitely not 
you know you start getting the feeling but the feeling should not govern all of this and hence you know as we said objectivity is critical mm-hmm. so first first part of definitely not is to make sure that you are able to discuss this openly with the agency leadership mm. yeah tell them what's bothering you where is it that they are not able to uh, meet your expectations and uh, quote instances if possible so that they are able to understand where are you coming from right yeah and one of the more encouraging encouraging responses that i would like to hear from an agency is not to get defensive immediately mm. is to acknowledge the problem and then reflect and then come back right yeah too often uh, one of the reactions obviously always is uh, defense mm. and you know when you start defending what you are possibly also doing is that you are insulting the client's intelligence and also sign that you're taking it very personally personally correct and i'm saying the agency has all the right to defend itself but the fact that the client happens to mention something which possibly didn't go right also means that you might have the agency might have the might have had the right intention they might have done everything right, right. but there is something wrong in how it is being you know it is being translated by the client mm. and hence the responsibility uh, like it does in communication is always born by the bearer of the communication or the bearer of the work right so that also should lead you to reflect more hmm. and then possibly come back to the client and you know share your perspective and your proposal etc got it yeah okay. so that that becomes the first step the second step as a client you should also give them an invitation and give them a chance to disprove you as in you you could also be wrong in your assessment correct okay you, you know it could just be a one or two instances where somebody junior or somebody mid level did not understand the brief properly did not take it very seriously etc etc so they forgive them a chance hmm. and you say okay now that you guys have got it come back and present to us that's not a problem one presentation went bad it's okay yeah come back and present to us let us then see how we can go forward got yeah? it okay you will be able to then judge once the agency comes back you will see the standard of the presentation and by the amount of people who are sitting inside and who is speaking during the presentation you will be able to know how much effort has it taken for them to reach that level mm. and then as a client you make two judgments number one is this is this standard acceptable and number two is this effort sustainable mm. if you find that the founder of the agency the head of planning the head of creatives are the ones who are doing the most amount of talking which means that you know it has taken that much effort for the presentation to reach at this level you know that this is not going to be a sustainable effort exactly and this is something that possibly when people talk about client pitches this is something that is a red flag there also right and third and which is possibly a little more controversial is that i believe that you should start looking at alternatives only when you have when you start becoming fairly sure okay that this agency is definitely not going to be able to do this because the word spreads more importantly less than the word i'm not as worried about the word i'm worried about your own objectivity mm. once you start evaluating agencies it is also a signal to you or yourself your own psyche your own mind that you've already given up on these this current agency right yeah and then you are not honestly approaching the first two steps which is discussion with the agency and giving them a chance to disprove mm. with a very open mind right got it yeah which i which i think is not fair to you as well as to the agency hmm. yeah and hence 
ideally once you start becoming sure that this agency is not going to be able to keep up then it is best that you start looking for alternatives and then you know have your engagements planned with them right so when you you understood your incumbent agency so well and you've given them all these chances and you've seen a few gaps that need to be filled now when you are looking out for an agency a new agency should you look for them to fill the gaps or should you look for them to kind of go the full long haul and and judge them on every aspect so that they don't falter in a different area to this one i would say the the latter you would definitely want them to be able to deliver completely on your mandate for sure you don't want them falling short anywhere else but while judging them you also want to make sure that the specific criteria which led you to searching for an agency outside those definitely should be met right yeah those are the ones that you don't want to compromise on for sure because if they were compromisable then you wouldn't have been in this state at all right i think my question is more to say what is to do if the others in the market also don't have the capability you're looking for how how do you how do you check for that but i don't think it is so difficult you might okay. therefore find yourself in a in a position that you find that your ask itself is unrealistic and the agency is not agency ecosystem yeah. is not ready for it then it's fine hmm. then you try to develop it with your current agency okay when we were working with cadbury mm-hmm. i think there was a possibly only unilever used to have a separate arm of medicine dedicated to them called fulcrum Mm, right yeah completely that. working on them because uh, there was because the size of the client was big there were expectations around all sorts media planning imc planning analytics etc etc yeah and as cadbury kept becoming bigger at some stage they realized that they also needed a similar treatment mm. and hence something called pinnacle was carved out within medicine right yeah now if you would have gone out and said that i want this capability to exist that you should be able to carve out teams it wouldn't have existed in too many agencies mm. uh, but cadbury decided to work with medicine to reach that level because they already had a running relationship and they were happy with it got it got it okay i have a very simplistic question now why is so much important why is all of this important when you decide to change an agency mm. why can't you just change <laughs> and and when you decide to fire an agency the reasons you can come up with will be very genuine after that hmm. why not do that okay so this is the cut the umbilical cord question <laughs> yes yeah see again i believe that yes of course you can do that uh, as a client uh, you do unfair you possibly have this advantage of being able to take that call right. and even an agency can take that call where they can cut ties with the client etc etc uh but i would say that you know if you decide to do that with an agency that you've been working for a fairly long time it says something about you mm. yeah not just to others but just to yourself also yeah right so i i would like to treat all of these opportunities as a uh you know all of these situations as a great opportunity to learn about ourselves uh, our relationship with our agency and you know our ability to objectively make some of these calls and choose the right partners etc etc and for that to happen you need to put all this effort and consideration into this process you can't just say okay from tomorrow thank you very much let me get to somebody else 
I was hoping to make this as a as the episode where you're the bad guy, and even in this, you brought in your Zen self analysis. Okay, tell me this. I know for one that you got great relationship across a lot of the agencies you worked with. Mm. In fact, that was part of the culture at Cadbury, and I'm sure it's nothing too different at Pretty Light. Mm. Now, when you fire an agency, wouldn't this lead to heartburns at all? Oh, it will. Okay. See, at the end of the day, no amount of logic can. Uh, compensate uh, the loss that one would feel for you know a complete breakage in relationship commercial as well as professional uh, personal right so there is no denying that there will be heartburn for sure yeah but the effort at both sides should be that we should be as objective as possible so that there is a justification to that heartburn everybody understands where the other party was coming from and you know if you're really objective and you're a big company etc you should also be able to consider and say okay uh, this agency wasn't working out for this entire mandate however i know the agency well they do these things well and hence possibly this another part of the mandate or a smaller part of the mandate is is, is a place where these guys will be able to perform hmm. yeah so therefore there is a chance or chance that there could be continuity in relationship if everything is done well if you are objective enough and if both parties are willing enough but you know to go back to your question of course there will be heartburn there's no denying that so have you continued to use your older agency when you when this happened with you in one case yes in the other case not okay yeah in one case uh, you know we continued their services on many parts of our mandate yeah they were a part of a larger group so that larger big part of that larger group kept working on with us mm-hmm. while a smaller team of there was uh, you know let go mm-hmm. uh, from the relationship because we were not happy with what was coming by in the other case we couldn't and in the other case i think the the relationship you know kind of went south mm-hmm. uh, where we were not able to possibly uh, you know convince the agency that we were objective enough right yeah right. and despite our best attempts and so therefore it led to heartburn it led to uh, you know a stage where you know possibly it wouldn't have been in either party's interest to possibly engage in another mandate and hence that was not taken forward amazing sudeep i think just by breaking down the decision making matrix in when you decide to fire an agency you still manage to come out with a very objective clear non judgmental image even after this episode i actually like the way you broke up having identifying the criticality of the decision and then being objective and taking the steps within being objective of saying has something changed can the agency cope or not not cope with it then can this be fulfilled by others in the market so this objectivity i think it not only helps marketers analyze their decision making in most marketing relationships but i think it also gives a window to the agency professionals to understand the rigor that's required on the client side to know if they're taking a decision what they must have done before taking certain decisions or even engaging and inviting them to engage as openly as possible is i think the best answer here and uh, that said with this i want to push it for another episode where i want to know what happens after this 
pitches is something I want to talk about in an, in, the, in the next episode with you. Let's do that. Sure. Let's. Awesome. Thank you so much for this one, Sudeep. Thank you, Sharon. Thank you for listening to Cobb Conversations on the Business of Brands with Sudeep Chawla and Sharana Raghavan. Subscribe and learn more at cobcast.net. That's C O B B C A S T dot net.